0: The Spurs News Podcast, the home for discussion on all things Spurs. Now, here are your hosts.
1: Hello everybody and welcome back to a new episode of the Spurs News Podcast. I am Sam, joining me, my partner in crime, it's my friend Matt. How
0: are you Sam, how are you doing mate? Ah, <laughs> oh, crap.
1: <laughs> how are you bud?
0: I, do, do you know what? I know we spoke a, a, about a little bit about it before we started to record, but I, yeah. I, for me, look, I'm gutted we lost, and and now, yeah, you know, we, we can't now say that we're in every competition we started. You know, we're at the FA Cup now. Indeed, yep. Yeah. But I just, for for me, I felt that, and the, and it, as an example, so you look at the the Brighton game, uh, in the league, and it was just dreadful there was no effort there was it was the tactics were awful yeah but but uh, i feel with this game look we lost it it was a sickener to take right at the end but i felt we give it a good go you know we we, yeah. we saw we saw us play you know and all oh, like, right we was terrible in defense at times you know but <laughs> at least we give it a go I'd, I'd rather go down fighting than going down limply like we have done recently
1: yeah. no no you, you make a really good point i um I think I I generally am just feeling a little bit kind of disillusioned, a little bit down about all things Tottenham at the moment, mm. um, and and so like my, my perspective is possibly off. So I'm I'm hoping today you can kind of maybe slap me back to <laughs> to, to, to reality, and maybe people listening. I mean, I, I wasn't overly going to sort of go down this road because I thought nah, you do this podcast, you've got a bit of a responsibility to be a more uplifting, chirpy git than than being miserable. But uh, maybe other people are feeling it and maybe we can talk it out. Maybe this can be another therapy session for everybody. But like to me, losing that game last night 5-4, I remember, and you'll remember, and I know we say this a lot, so apologies if you sort of drone at this, but I remember being in the 90s, being a Spurs fan, the early 2000s. These kind of games were actually kind of quite frequent, if you remember, Mm. where where we'd lose the game, but, you know, and constantly, and I always remember, like, commentators and everyone saying, oh, the great entertainers, every neutral's favourite team to watch because the games are going to be batshit, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Tottenham might score four goals in a game away from home, but they'll lose because that's Tottenham we kind of had that stamped out of us Um, and the DNA of the club and everything that's supposed to be about the club everything that's supposed to be about Jose Mourinho is supposed to be that that doesn't happen now and don't get me wrong freak stuff can happen in football and that's fine it does but like everyone's kind of like you and I've (laughs) please don't say it's the wrong way I don't have a problem with people being okay with it and being happy because Jesus I want to (laughs) be but I'm kind of looking at it going is that how far we've fallen have we slumped that much in the last year or so that our expectations now is even when we lose we're kind of like ah oh, but at least we had a go.
0: Yeah, I, I do see what you, I do see the point you're making, Sam. But but the, the I don't look for you. You know when you I know you didn't mean it as if to say I'm happy with yesterday's result because clearly I'm not happy about it. But yeah. it, it it's more of a shorter term thing for me. So, um, mm. it, it's like you for me I'm just looking at the last month. Okay, so post maybe those games where we we've we, we done surprisingly well against the bigger teams and yeah. we was top of the league and then we've had yeah. this slump and then you, you look at the Brighton game you look at the Chelsea game uh, probably the Liverpool game I, I guess because you know it, 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 it could have gone either it was one of those games that could have gone either way yeah. but yeah. the effort wasn't there and I, I just feel look I, I feel with this game yesterday that I know we lost, we're out of the cup but if we can if we can show that Kind of, just want want to attack. You know, want to take the game to the opposition. Then I think we'll be okay going forward. You know, this this is what I want to see more of. And it's difficult because, like we all know, with Mourinho, the way Mourinho works is don't concede don't lose as the as the initial like that's his main focus okay don't score and yeah. uh, concede a goal so he's always it's almost like he's looking negatively isn't he right you know don't concede and then let's mm-hmm. see if we can score but it was just it was a bit refreshing just to see us attack see us attacking and, and, and I don't want mm-hmm. I, I don't want it to feel like it's going back to the the, the old days you know of, of this but just as a kind of a feeling of we' we're we're back playing again, you know, we we' what we're seeing our yeah. we're seeing our attacking players attack, you know? Don't, As don't a...
1: you think it don't you do you on. think it kind of proves the point of Jose's making though, which is we aren't good enough to play that way.
0: No, and and if and the thing is, I I keep there's been a there's been a lot of people talking about transition still and mm. I know that he had three quarters of a season last season but yeah. it wasn't a whole season and he, and he's and it is
1: Yeah, I, I, I think last season given the pandemic and everything the, the Amazon documentary him coming in uh, just before Christmas. I, I do I do think of this as his first season in charge. I I know people are argue that but even now it's it's weird, you know, no fans still this covid stuff constantly. So I I do take that into account when he's he is he is still trying to build a team. Yeah,
0: of course, and and you've only got to look. Like, the example I always think back to is Klopp. So mm. I can remember, and I, and again I've mentioned this before, but I can remember going to the the, the Liverpool game when we destroyed them four one. We absolutely destroyed them. It was such yeah. an it was such a day. Uh, honestly, it was such a day, and that was Klopp's first season, if I can remember rightly. You know, he he was he was trying to build his his team. He bought Salah in, who scored the consolation. <laughs> he was bringing players in, and look. I'm not going to. Everyone, people listening will go. Look, Mourinho signed seven players, but I, I still feel like we're not seeing the team Mourinho wants out there. You know, you, you've got you've got defenders like um, like Toby, who, you know, I, he's he's getting to the point now where I think with Toby, it's, it's you know where you, could you get a full season out of him? Like, you know, that's how I feel like with him now. And you've got Sanchez who. Just seems to, you know, was nearly got a hat trick yesterday. So yeah, I, I, think no, I, I'm sure. a, I think i put in him. I think i put a message. Just swap him for Sun. Put Sunny defence. Put him up front. We might score that fifth goal, you know. But <laughs> with, um, with with Sanchez, I I don't. I, it's a confidence thing with him. I don't think he's he's the confident centre back that 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 Mourinho wants there. So look, if, if Mourinho was to get uh, in the summer, if Mourinho was to get a couple of centre backs that he could rely on, you know, they, 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 there's I still think Mourinho can build the team he wants and I still think to an extent, and we've said this as well, to an extent, he's almost trying to bring his tactics into a team. Well, he is, isn't he? He's trying to bring his tactics into a team that have had years under Pochettino, who's played completely differently. Yeah. So so until we see this complete evolution uh, into Mourinho's team, I don't think we're going to see the team that Mourinho wants to play and, and, and it being successful, you know?
1: Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, no, I know what you're saying. Um, I mean, I, and I do, I, I do try my absolute best to try and find perspective and everything that we do, and I, and I do try not to be reactionary. Um, I, I know you, you'll know better than anybody listening that we have our little chat thing, and I get my kind of initial frustrated reaction out in that chat, <laughs> and yeah, then I walk away yeah, from that, yeah. and then I'm like more measured when everything else we do and within an hour I'm normally kind of like oh well you know move on but I I um I went to bed last night after that game and I was kind of annoyed by it I was kind of annoyed by many many things in the game but most of all just you know i, I hate losing so yeah, yeah it's, it's tough rubbish. it's tough and but typically i get up the next day and it's kind of like ah oh, well and like i'll like i'll put the news on or something and they'll say oh last night tottenham I was like oh, i'll switch that off in a kind of humored way you yeah. know it's just kind of like oh no i don't want to see that again um But today, I I just woke up in the most vilest mood ever. (laughs) And it's just like, what am I doing? Why why, why am I doing this? And we joked about it before, but it is genuinely getting this way, which is, if I'm watching a TV series and I hate it this much, I wouldn't watch it again. Mm. And yet, I am constantly putting myself through this, where I'm watching these games, I'm interacting with people on the Facebook page, I'm on Twitter, uh, I'm doing this podcast and stuff. It's like, why... It's just driving me insane. Uh, yeah. and like last night, we, we conceded three goals in nine minutes. I don't mm. know. It's the second time I've seen it happen this season, by the way. And I'm, I'm sat there and I'm like, I, I can't get this. They're, they're professional football players. Goals in football can come out of nowhere. You know, their, their equaliser last night really, for me, was against the run of play. I thought we were playing very well for 30 minutes of that game. We were opening them up quite nicely. I was worried that we weren't taking our chances because, you know, that's this, you know, you know, football goes. Mm. And when Calvert-Lewin scored, he hit that like an absolute howitzer. I'm seeing everyone everywhere say Laurie should have saved it. Yeah, possibly it went right at him. Um, he got his hands to it, but the thing was so powerful. It went in.
0: Most people duck when that comes to water. Tonight, so he's yeah, actually quite exactly. good.
1: You know, it, it, it makes me laugh a little because, you know, if Kane scores at the other end, no one's talking about the goalkeeper making an error. Everyone's talking about his Spurs fans, about how great and powerful Kane is. No one's given Calvert-Lewin credit for that volley. Um, you know, everyone's just saying it was a Lloris mistake. I, I find that harsh. He made two, maybe three saves in the game, which were world class, and yet you know everyone's just berating him for that. But that's a side note. So anyway, no, so that can happen. You know that that kind of you know ball in volley. Damn, it's one one. What I find amazing, what what is blowing my mind and driving me insane, is then the capitulation. It's, like, it's not like they just scored, it's not the 90th minute and they've just scored a winner where your shoulders are going to go down. But mate, if you watch this back and maybe you noticed it live, all of the body language of the Tottenham players was like we just lost the game. It's 30 something minutes in, they've equalised and all of them, the defence, the keeper, who's our captain, all their shoulders are down, all of them. And they all look like, oh well what do we do now? You know, we were playing well and now it's 1-1, now what do we do? One of the simplest, most basic things when I was coaching, and I know this is rugby, not football, but is you coach teams for situations. So when I was coaching the Colts rugby team, it was simple, like, okay, if you concede in this period of the game, this is what the plan is. You don't want it to become snowball, you don't want it to become momentum, so... We will then change to do this for five minutes just to steady everything and then we go back to our game plan. Mm. With, with Tottenham, I'm like watching it last night, they all just looked like shell-shocked and then bang, it's 2-1. A few minutes later whilst they're still rattled, it's now 3-1. We've gone from dominating the game for 30 minutes and being 1-0 up to being 3-1 down on like 38 minutes or whatever it was. (laughs) It's it's like mind-blowing to me how professionals are are that out of it. And a confidence thing, um, fear of Jose reaming them out once again. I I have no idea what it is.
0: Do do you know what? I I think it could be, Sam. Uh, You know, earlier I was saying about how Mourinho sets up not to concede and then to to win. You almost feel like They go into the game, and Mourinho's drummed into him, we're not going to concede, Mm. and then we'll win the game, you know, we'll win by scoring. And it's almost like he drums that into him so much that when they do concede, they're like, shit, that wasn't meant to happen.
1: Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like This is arguably one of the best coaches in football in the history of the game, and we'll go down as that, regardless of what happens with us. Um, But I can't understand... And I can't believe that he doesn't. But then again, I watched the Amazon documentary and there's no evidence of it on there. But of course, that's not following every training session every day. But I can't believe in a million years that a coach like him and a coaching team like that, they're getting paid the amount they do, don't talk to the players about this is what you do if we concede. Mm. You mm. know, because you look at like Hojbjerg, all these players there... Errors can happen, that's just human nature, and in sport, in football, you know, you can dominate a team for 90 minutes and then get one shot and win the game, that's football, and it's why so many people love it. It's why I'm starting to hate the (laughs) blood thing. It's it's why it's it's such a popular game. Because, you know, you could be the best team in England and travel all the way to Marine in the FA Cup and some guy can hit a shot from 30, 40 yards that goes in.
0: It nearly did against Marine, didn't it? Yeah,
1: exactly. You know, and that can happen. And that's that's why football's kind of great. And so, but to me, it's like you have to have, like the team at that moment, Lloris, Hoybier, you know, the team, everyone on that pitch, should have all looked at each other and gone, "Okay, we've conceded. Now for the next five minutes, we keep the ball, or for the next five minutes, we we the fullback stay back." You, do you know what I mean? Just we kill the momentum from them scoring. We don't allow it to become a snowball thing. And after what happened against West Ham, you, you'd think even if it wasn't before that, you'd think that now that would be a thing of. You know, we don't ever allow this to happen again. conceding in football can happen, but this is what it but like you just said, they look like oh that wasn't the plan. Yeah. yeah. Oh, now what do we do? Mm. They look lost.
0: Yeah. And yeah.
1: we managed to get back into it. Lamella got a goal to make it three two. You know, takes it through the half time. And and that kind of gave the the half time, you know, team talk, I guess, kind of like, right, you know, we're one 0 down in essence. We go out, you know. You've played well in the attacking sense. Keep it tight. We will get chances as long as we don't concede. We're, we're, you know, we're in this. Brings Kane on three all, and then it goes to four. It's like every time I think the momentum shifts into us, it it doesn't. And and the thing that I'd say is because Everton didn't allow it to. Everton conceded four goals against us last night. But at no point, I, I don't know what you think, but at no point did it feel like we were going to score, and then we looked dangerous as hell because we had all the momentum and you know the tails were up. Do, do, do you know what I mean by that?
0: Yeah, I, I do. I, I would say though, with Everton, with the, with the way Everton were scoring their goals, it felt a little bit like. Do you remember that when we got walloped by by Munich uh, yeah, in the Champions yeah, League? It's yeah. like they, everything they, yeah, every shot no. they took went in. Like they they were mm. like and and, and that. Look, I'd, I'd even argue that that could—that's a freak because, you know, they, 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 I don't, don't remember Everton sort of hitting the ball wide or over the butt. Everything they struck went straight in the back of the net, you know. And you look—it's—it's it's, it's a fine—it's fine lines, fine margins in football, isn't it? So, it, I, I think that's one. This—it was one of these games that could have gone either way. I, I think we could have won it five-four. I really do. I feel like it, it, it could have, you know. One of one of their shots hit the crossbar or, or whatever, you know. It could have been a bit different, but yeah it was it was it was a crazy FA Cup tie. And if you're an Everton fan, you're going to wake up with a huge smile on your face after a crazy tie and you've you won it. Time, yeah.
1: Unfortunately, we,
0: we we were on the losing side of it, but yeah, I, it was frustrating. I I I genuinely felt I genuinely felt that we was in it all the time. I I, I it was end to end, really, especially the, especially the mm. injury time, um, extra time. It really felt end to end as well because you know we'd we we put on Vinicius, took off centre back, you know, so they were get that, that we was open at the back, they were open, and, and I did see that when I was looking at a report of it on one of the one of the uh, I think it was on the BBC uh, sports page. They were saying that uh, Everton comfortably saw it out in the second half. I, I'd argue that wasn't the case. I think we were still giving it a go, but yeah, mm. it, it's frustrating me. It is really frustrating. That that we lost, but look, (laughs) I want to give some. I want to give it some positive, but I I just if we can look, if if it's difficult, if if we can uh, eradicate this this bizarre attitude that we seem to have, like you say, like when when we concede, we just have this Mm -hmm. this this kind of capitulation almost, don't we? Yeah. Yeah. It, it, this this it can it be eradicated or or is it is it a byproduct of, of Mourinho's tactics and it'll always be a, a I'm,
1: thing? I'm, I'm just not sure. I I I don't <laughs> I don't get it. You like you look at the kind of um the games we've won this season. The the most glaring kind of difference. I I think we went 1-0 down to Southampton or it was 1-0 with Southampton. I know we went 1-0 down to Man United but in those games we we absolutely destroyed them you know after that if that makes sense Mm. you know we kind of absolutely mithered them but I talk about that West Ham game as like some sort of breaking point I I, I stand by that up until that West Ham game like if we conceded we as a team sort of went all right fine we'll score five do you know what I mean Mm. it was kind of like the team knew it was like you know we back ourselves don't worry you know everyone's okay and we go again and the team looked like they were more than capable of doing that since the west em um, since that west ham game now they can see the goal they they look like they could, could see two three four five six it just I, and i can't i can't wrap my head around it i can't work out what the hell's going on um I mean we do need to move on from the Everton game obviously because there's other things to talk about but I mean it was uh, Delhi Delhi came on, got a few minutes um, saw a couple of neat little flicks from Delhi Um, it's nice to see you still doing it even though Jose reamed him out for it that time (laughs) Um, yeah I I, I, I don't know perspective things are a difficult thing and I've been wrestling whether to talk about this or not but maybe other people are going through it so I'll I'll sort of mention it. I I do think perhaps my perspective is being affected by the whole lockdown pandemic thing, being on my own, because I don't have that kind of sounding board. I I know you watch the game with your son, Seb, and I was sort of thinking to myself last night how nice that would be, you know, to have that younger person who's just there enjoying the football, you know, (laughs) Um, rather than... Me sat there, kind of analysing. Oh, look, here's a corner. Oh, first man cleared it. You know, it's, there's no joy in that.
0: Do you know what we're going to do, Sam? Um, so the I'm ne- trying to find it. The next football match, we're gonna we'll, we'll get you on a Zoom call, and you can see, we'll have the laptop next to us, <laughs> and the three of us will watch it. Okay?
1: Yeah, that'll be a laugh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, poor Sam. No, no, I'll teach you all sorts of new words. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no it's um, it's a, it's a weird time and I and I do think my perspective is being changed by that but then I do think the games are being changed by it you know we talked a lot about being sort of locked into our club and I joked a minute ago you know, if the TV show is annoying me this much I'd never watch it again but I, you know I love this club so <laughs> we're playing man City next every logical part of my brain every single ounce of me is going this is going to be horrific. This game, the way we're playing, the way we're defending, you know, they are looking unstoppable. It is going to be horrific, and then this little voice goes, "We can win this," <laughs> and I'll watch it and I'll, and I'll put myself through it again, and I'll do it for the rest of my life. I know I will. Yeah, and that's part of this Stockholm syndrome that Tottenham have, <laughs> and like I, I said to you before, and and you were gonna make a point and we saved it for the podcast for people to listen to it, which is as a fan, you feel kinda of helpless, you know, you're kinda of stuck supporting this team and and I said like, you know, is the impact of fans in the stadium being missing, you know, how much of an impact would that make on us? How much of an impact would it make on our style? How much of an impact would it make on the players to get over the line? Jose believes that if Tottenham had fans in the stadium recently, we would have picked up better results at home. Um, I think that's just playing to the fans, saying how great you are because we love you. You know, I know my job's in trouble. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. Um, in fact, I don't think his job's in trouble at all. No, <laughs> but, can't afford but to sack a, him. <laughs> no, that's a side note. Um, quite a clever way of making sure you got job security in there, yeah. making yourself so expensive. to sack, that yeah. you can basically do whatever the hell you want. Yeah. Oh, I might look into that. Um <laughs> Levy's yeah, been leaved, I think. <laughs> yeah, he's been absolutely done yeah. just because he really wanted him. Yeah. Uh but you you said to me, I mean I said whether fans being in the stadium can affect the game or not, even if, you know even if it's even if it's not, at least as a fan you feel like you might be able to affect the game if you're in the stadium. You you were saying to me before we started recording you think Definitely, fans can impact the game.
0: Oh, absolutely, and and the evidence for me, and I appreciate that it's just one team, one situation, but I think mm. it's quite glaring how how it, it it shows how much the fans make a difference, and that's Liverpool at Anfield. Yeah. I mean, you look at that team; they haven't lost well, a game at, at home in the league. Yeah, at home for four years.
1: Yeah. Four
0: that. years. They haven't lost a game at home in the league for four years. Now, you you we know that Liverpool Liverpool's fans are very passionate. You look at a cop. I mean, it, it is they are they're, they're well known for you know for being the noisiest, for being the most passionate fans in in, in the whole country. Yeah. Liverpool have lost three home games on the spin, and it and these yeah. aren't even alright oh, the Man City one aside. Who would have put money on them losing at home to Burnley and at home to Brighton? I mean, what odds would yeah. you got on those two? You know, they would. They.
1: No,
0: I, no. I I. I feel comfortable in saying that they would not. Not only would they have not have lost them, but they would have won comfortably those games. Those two games, Brighton and, and Burnley, they would have won comfortably if they had at a full stadium. I can handle not say that 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 would have happened, and 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 that's because that's what we're saying. Like you know, you watch you watch you watch the game on television. There is nothing you could do. They can't hear you as much as sometimes you think they can. <laughs> no,
1: I know. They yeah.
0: can't hear what you're saying. And, and also no, as well, true. I, and this is something that I, I, I'm fully aware of and know that it, it doesn't make a slightest bit of difference, but, but and I'm sure all of us have got this in us, where you just think, well if I don't go to the toilet then they might not score a goal so I'm actually going to affect that game so if I stay here and wait till (laughs) half time to go to the toilet then that that means they won't concede You know,
1: it doesn't make any difference (laughs) I've done so much dumb stuff like that you'll remember and if you're a long time listener of the podcast you'll know this Champions League um, it was against Man City I think you, you might remember this I'd muted the commentary it was doing my head in and I'd muted it, and we scored. So therefore, I watched the rest <laughs> of that entire game with it muted because I was afraid that if I put the sound back on, yeah. we'd lose. So with it muted, I've watched Man City, Raheem Sterling oh, win it for oh Man God. City. So I cannot hear them saying, wait, VAR, are checking this. I've kicked something, I've walked oh, I'm stomping around like an absolute loon. I'm about to turn it off when I see Pep Guardiola suddenly looks shocked. <laughs> and the referee is doing some strange signal and I see a big screenshot of VAR offside. At that point, I'm like over the moon. I put the volume back on, I've turned it right up. Tell me more! <laughs> Um, but, yeah, that that's the sort of insane shit I've done because I think through some weird superstitious uh, I'm going to affect the gang. Yeah, we, we'll, I, I we'll even, do. Because of our run recently, I even dug out an old Tottenham shirt I've not worn since the Pochettino undefeated at White Hart Lane season because I thought, well, I haven't worn this for a while. If I throw this on, maybe we'll get a bit of luck from it. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Oh, prat! I mean, that's just so dumb. But but,
0: but yeah. we but we that's the thing. because because and that probably goes. It 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 goes into it's it's part of the mindset of just like we're talking about that because you can't influence the game because you you know yeah. you can't. there's nothing you can do. You're you're at the mercy of how poorly or well they play. Yep. It's almost like it, it 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 appeases that part of your brain by think by by. Thinking of something random or silly to do, and you're like, well, actually, I am influencing this game, you know, so I have yeah. got a little bit of control. But in in reality, obviously, we haven't, and I don't think it. it I mean, it, look, with, with the way things have go, like the way things have been over the last ten or eleven months, people's mental health has has, has been, you know, pe- people are struggling. There's lots of people are struggling for lots of different. Tested is a nice tested, word. Tested. There point, we yeah. go. That's a good word. Yeah, their mental health's been tested, and. Us as Spurs fans over the last month, if we if we kind of include everything else that's going on in the world. This really isn't helping, you know. It it's is not, not helping no. at all, you know. <laughs> no, and, and and I think and, and again I said this last week. The problem that that you have, especially, and I have as well, and uh, and Dan and Laura as well, the admin guys, is no. we we can't even switch off. I mean, like no. if you was a like if you if you was a Spurs fan that that well the vast majority of Spurs fans you can just like that's it. I've, I've had enough. I'm not going to watch the next game. We have to. We have to. Like you know, we, we you've got to watch because yeah. you know you're you're doing the post giving again giving, giving all the fans a half-time, yeah. full time. So, you're yeah. you are literally being forced to endure something that you know is <laughs> not going to help your mental health. So, it, it's, it's not great, Sam. You know.
1: No, and and on that note, uh, we're advertising for any new admins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> not, a, we've really sold it to everybody. <laughs> um, but yeah. I, uh, yeah, just just a holiday cover, I think. Yeah, because <laughs> I, feel, I, need, I
0: feel like we need it. I feel like we're 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 stockbrokers. You know, like stockbrokers, they they burn out, yeah. don't they? After a few years, I feel like they we're do, reaching burnout yeah. phase.
1: Big time, yeah. No, I um, what, you know, that was my original career path. My oh, really? original career path was to go into this investment merchant banking, and I spent. Three months with HSBC. I probably shouldn't have named them. Other merchant wanker bankers are available, <laughs> um, but but yeah, I, I hated it, man. Yeah. The atmosphere, the kind of um, we're gonna screw over everybody. You know, I'd kill my own mother just to get a corner desk. You know, kind of attitude. I was like, yeah, I can do this job, but I don't. I don't do that. So I went to the other side. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah i know i know help small small businesses go up against banks so uh, uh, I, know, I that was always i'm a turncoat <laughs> no sam that was always
0: going to be you i think with with, with, uh, with the personality sam, you have yeah. i think he was always going to be that that you know the, no. helping the, helping the little guy against the big guys you
1: yeah. know it was like a couple of us but one of my friends stayed and like you said I, I think he i think he lasted just under five years yeah and had an absolute breakdown yeah yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm laughing because he's fine now, mm-hmm. but for for about three months, I I could have yeah, he, he was sort of not in a good way. So I can I can it's just a job yeah um, no of course which is insane, but yeah, I'd liken that to be a Spurs fan yeah no absolutely yeah <laughs> the admin for us yeah. um I mean I I did I mean I had to drag myself to the podcast today, but one of the reasons why I did genuinely is because one. <sighs> a little bit of responsibility a little bit of kind of like um people listen to us every week and i am incredibly thankful that people listen to us every week and there's a responsibility when you do something like this and people do listen you do build an audience you know um roughly a thousand people every week are listening to us now which is kind of insane for me to think about um is that you do keep going. You know, you don't just get to pick and choose. I don't get to go, no, actually, I'm going to have a month off. You can all just talk to (laughs) yourselves. That's not how it works. Um, But we had an email come in. Uh, The email was from a listener in America who hopefully doesn't mind me naming. It's Johnny Stark. Um, I did think as well, by the way, dude, how great's your life been over the last few years with a name like Stark? That's Iron Man. That's (laughs) the heroes in Game of Thrones. That's badass.
0: The whole name's awesome, I think, to be honest.
1: Johnny Stark. It's very American, isn't it? If his middle name's Butch... Yeah. (laughs) Johnny Butch Stark. Yeah. Uh, By the way, Johnny, you're not getting your own intro music. I've done one for this week, and Mountain Man has his... I can't keep doing this for everyone. (laughs) Basically, the show will just become jingles with an occasional... Hello, we're still here. Um, But, yeah, so... um, Johnny sent me an email, and uh, I mean it was it was great. I mean it was kind of I, I sent it on to you because I think the day the day it came in, um we both needed to read it, mm. um, and it was thanking us for for doing the show, which is always really kind. Thank you for everyone who ever says that to us. But he basically was offering some perspective, and his analogy, funnily enough, was around sort of investment, stocks, and shares. Um, and he he's new to sport in football in general, you know, he's an American fan, which is great, new to the game, uh, fell in love with Tottenham on the Champions League run, which I think shows the impact of that for us as a club, you know, beyond the, the financial windfall of the prize money and that just our general awareness around the world grew, you know, so you can't underestimate that. Uh, but, you know, new to the game. Wasn't sure who Jose Mourinho was when he came in. Obviously did his research, learned of his record, um, and kind of, like, was quite excited by, by him coming. And and since Jose's been in, we've had some highs. We've had some lows. You know, it's basically going up and down. And, and he equated it to, like, investing in the stock market. You know, you, know, you hope to buy low and sell high. Um, and with us, we're kind of like on this roller coaster at the moment and yeah it feels like the roller coaster and the the stock prices are low at the moment we're penny
0: shares at the moment <laughs>
1: we are we're penny shares but then you've got to look at the you know the person you're investing in and the person we're investing in is Jose Mourinho which is a proven commodity given time given backing given you know everything like that he does succeed everywhere he's always been he has succeeded so Johnny made the point quite nicely which is you know people are talking about firing him doing this that and the other and no at the moment you you know you got to ride this out because you got to have the belief that it will go back up and when it goes back up that's success that's you know winning trophies that's doing things Um, I needed to read that at the time the email came in I'm not gonna lie I read it again today because I thought I need to read that again and he does make a great point Um, the flip side to that of course is do you think that we're breaking Jose God I've never looked at him from that point of view is he breakable every week I see a new record of Jose Mourinho's be broken by us and these records aren't good ones (laughs) you know you're talking about oh Jose's never lost successive home games of any team he's managed now he has Jose's never lost three games in the league on the banks. Now he has. Last night was the first time Jose's team has ever scored four and conceded four or more in a game. In nine hundred and eighty odd games in management, it's the first time that's ever happened to him. It. I joked when he joined us. You know, we and you were like, you know, a bit worried about the football, a bit worried about the negative stuff he brings. But, you know, he does bring trophies, so we, you know, got to get behind him. You know, the team are going to be infused because of his reputation. And we joked, and I've listened to this back because I was sure we did, and I wanted to listen to it. Me and you both joked wouldn't it be awful if we were the team that broke in? (laughs) Me and you did that as a joke. (laughs) I'm now starting to really think it's going to happen. Bright I almost Joseph. feel like, you know, people are talking about Jose being sacked. I almost feel like he's going to retire in a couple of weeks and just go, do you know what? I can't deal with this. I'm done. Do so, you know what? People said I was done. I didn't think I was. You know, I felt I still had something to offer, but clearly not. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Clearly, you know, is there any chance I can just erase this from my CV and (laughs) and retire with everything else I had? Because, wow, you know, Um, I I just it's it's laughable. But then these records keep tumbling and I'm like the big records for Josie, the ones that everyone's always going to talk about is he wins with every club he's ever been at oh, please, please, please don't let us be the team. I don't want Jose Mourinho to retire from football management and have a career with like 30 clubs and trophies at 29 of them. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, I, I retired and upon retiring, I've won trophies at every single club, except for that time I was at Tottenham for those three years or whatever. It's like, oh, really? It would be us. It would be us, that blip. Now, we got a chance. And Jose summed this up in the press the other day beautifully when he was asked about keeping Harry Kane and winning trophies. He said he's only got to win one game of football to win a trophy. Mm. And that's true. So I need to snap out of it. We got a League Cup final. We are in that. We are in a Cup final. It is one game of football. Yes, it's against Man City. But I doesn't matter. It's one game of football. Anyone can win in, one, in a one-off game of football. And genuinely... Before he was our manager, I said this, and I'll say it now, he's, he is our manager. In a one-off game of football, if I had to pick any manager in the world to be in charge of us to win that one-off game, it would be Jose Mourinho. Hmm. Because he will set up to win that game of football. You know, balls to everything else. <laughs> you know, forget everything. That will be his focus. And because he will know more than anybody else in the world probably that winning that people are going to say that's only the league cup no you cannot underestimate what that will do for the squad and the belief because if you lose that and i know i said this last week my fear if you lose that it becomes oh we're never going to do it Mm. even with jose we can't win a trophy Mm and i i i do genuinely have a fear for what that will mean for this squad for 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 us going forward i i i cannot underestimate I cannot put in the words how important that game is
0: do, do you know do you know what as well i i know it's still early days in the europa league but i always yeah. fancy i always and look and, and you can look at, and you can look at his history i mean the last two times he's been in the europa league he's won it I oh al-
1: my <laughs> what are you doing <laughs> oh so, so, let's get this right. Jose Mourinho's never not won the competition when he's in it. Yeah, basically. Brilliant. Brilliant. So, wonderful. Wonderful. Fucking we'll, so, we'll just add that to the list, shall
0: we? I was actually going to try oh, to man. make a positive point, Sam. Yeah. When
1: well, you make that positive point, I'm going to go find some cyanide. <laughs>
0: I, yeah. I, I always fancy him in Europe because, like you say... Like you look at European ties and they are almost like one-offs. So I appreciate them, the two legs, but you know you, you kind of almost look at them as one-offs, you know. And yeah. I, I think he he does he does better playing in Europe because you, 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 it, it sort of it leans more into the way his he's, his mindset, you know, and and, he, and you know setting up tactically. And When you're playing clubs in Europe, it is more important to set up tactically, isn't it? I mean, you can get especially in England, like in the Premier League. It's just you know you kind of the, the way the pace is of the game. It can and, be utter
1: madness. Yeah,
0: it? it is. It is utter madness at times, isn't it? Where it feels like more, when you're playing Europe, it feels more like you're playing a game of chess, which kind of feels more like it suits Mourinho more, you know. So yeah, we, we, we've got that. You know, we've got that. Uh, I, I think yeah. I think the the, the the league tops out the question. I think now I think Man City are running away with it. I mean, if we was to beat them the weekend, then. I don't think it would make things interesting but it would kind of put us more back in the mix I think but um
1: uh mixture the top four, yeah top I, I don't, four, yeah I mean uh, the the talk of titles ended at Christmas yeah
0: yeah really, I mean we um, we we're, we're like what 14 or 15 16 points away aren't we from the top of the table so that's that's gone yeah, I think but yeah
1: that's that's well gone but, um but but but, but finishing four.
0: in but finishing look you, you know let's, let's let's have a look at it like, if if we, if we were if we were to get to the latter stage of the Europa League we're still in the mix for the top four. We've still got the yeah. the, the uh, League Cup final to look forward to in April. Yeah. Look, I, I, I pre. It feels a little bit like you know sometimes when you you, you you look a couple of months ago and we're top of the league, we're in everything, and you're like, oh my god, yeah. look at us, look at us. And then when it all starts to disintegrate, you go, well, I've got, we've got that still, we've got that still, and then yeah, that goes. Yeah, like, yeah, we got that's,
1: that. That's, that's how I was just feeling as you were saying. Yeah, that. I I I'm, not, like I'm, I'm holding these straws closely.
0: Yeah, I'm, exactly. But I. I do you know what? Look, here's something to put into perspective. Put it into perspective, right? Yeah. You've only got to look at a club like Newcastle, right? So Newcastle have, like, I know they've been up and down a little bit. Yeah. Uh, you know, down to the Championship, up into the Premier League, but. Yeah. They're, they're a fairly well-established Premier League team, I suggest. Like, you know, mid-table. I know they've been a bit of a bad run, but they've now won a couple in a row, so they're kind of more towards mid-table. They're kind of like a palace, aren't they? You can't yeah. see them really going down. You can't see them ever reaching the heights of, like, you know, the top six or anything like that. You, you, you think you've been, you know, you think of being a Newcastle fan. I mean, these guys, the last time they won a cup was in the 60s, wasn't it? I think it's 69, yeah, I think, I think so, they won. Yeah, Like, I mean, we're starved. I appreciate we're starved but Jesus Christ I mean mm. it could be a lot lot worse and, and that's yeah, not and that's no, not comparing right, and right. that's not comparing us to a you know that's not a silly comparison to a to a to a league one or league two team you know this is this is a comparison to a team that's in the premier league a premier league team you know and I just think that uh, and, and we we've had con- I know we've had a lot of conversation maybe not so much recently uh, 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 but maybe you know uh to, to sort of put things into perspective but it is look i i i know we we go backwards and forwards just all the time i do appreciate it we always go backwards and forwards was is it better to play attractive football and be entertained or is it is it better to win trophies <laughs> it, 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 there's always going to be that that kind of which one do like we prefer both. yeah i know that's what we'd love <laughs> but we'd love both we'd love both but, but i guess i guess <sighs> Yeah, look. If, if we if we can win the League Cup this season, it, it's not it's not some it's it's not the mass it's not, it's not the hugest achievement. It's a domestic cup. It's a, it's, it's one of the big well, yeah. one of the big three in England. You know, the the yeah. smallest of the three, but one of the big three. You know, it's yeah. a step up from the Audi Cup, isn't it? You know, <laughs> so 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 look. We, we win that. We finish top four. Mourinho gets a couple of. Centre backs that he wants, so then he can start playing more, more his you know, more his way, and trust the defenders more. I don't know. I I I, I, I this this it, it goes up and down, Sam, doesn't it? It you,
1: goes you're, up. You're a, you're an incredibly positive person. I'm, tr- I'm trying. I'm trying. I, um, I I appreciate you for that. I I really do, and I think people listening will appreciate it as well because. <laughs> Even if I feel like you were clutching at straws there somewhat, I I do appreciate the effort that you went to.
0: <laughs> I think the problem I think the problem I've got Sam is that I I can't articulate as well as you can, and yeah, so no, if I if,
1: yeah. if
0: I had your articulation skills, then I would have put my point across better. But I'm just no,
1: I I, I, no, I, I think you made your point really well. Um, you, you are right, and and the perspective thing is good, and you know. Trying to trying to remember things could be a lot worse is is always um <laughs> it's kind of a very British thing yeah it could be worse it's <laughs> kind of like blitz spirit like oh my house blew up <laughs> yes but my shed's fine got bring it shed. on you know yeah <laughs> you know I, I, and I've I've kind of gone through that a little bit during the pandemic <laughs> and stuff and you know uh, well your oh, house isn't going like down I'm, is it Sam yeah. <laughs> No, no touch wood, Jesus, yeah, no, not not, not yet, but the way things are going, have maybe got, any got, day. Have
0: you got a shed? Because as long as that survives, yeah. you, then you'll be all right. Yeah,
1: yeah, I'll be fine, yeah, I'll be fine, yeah, man cave. Yeah. Yeah. Did you not notice your house? Sorry, mate, I was in the shed. Um, but no, I I just generally think that at the moment, I think with everything that's going on, it is very difficult at times to find that positive perspective, yeah. Um, I think if people are listening, they're finding that as well. Um, best thing to do is talk it out because it's helping. Me. Yeah, and, um, and, and and
0: you know, I know you, I know you, you didn't read out uh, Mr. Stark's email, but you sort of, yeah. you sort of explained uh, how the how yeah, the email yeah, yeah. went. And it, it, it is it, it is fantastic when you do say it's fantastic, but it's good for getting a perspective on it because, like you said, he says in it, look, like, you know, and I think he mentions uh, stocks that he has. And he said, yeah, look, he did, you know, yeah. they, they, they've gone down. You know, I could have bought them this point. I could have bought them this point. And and it's it, it's sort of he kind of makes a point in like, you know, should we sack Mourinho? Because if we sacked him when it's low, then you know we can wait to. Can... And 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 I, and I think for me, it kind of it it, it made the bigger picture become. It it, it, it was it, it helped my brain um, create the bigger picture in a in a nice mm-hmm. analogy because yeah. I think analogies were uh, like if the if the analogies accurate and it's kind of and it works and you can't really thought, find fault in it then it then analogies can be really good because they, they just help your brain cope with some with a with a with a scenario or with a thought process that can can branch out to different ways whereas this is like an analogy you can focus on so that that's yeah, why i liked no, I it I, I really liked it you know and um i would say as well and i wanted to make this point, and i'm glad I, I managed to get back onto the email because at the end of it he actually yeah. cr- credits us to for, for being an intrinsic part in becoming a Spurs fan. Now, that actually... That's why I'm here. Yeah, <laughs> when I read that part, it made the hairs on the back of my neck stand up because it was like, wow, like, you know, we... I, I always get caught up thinking, like, oh, we've got a 1,000 listeners. And, you, you, you know, there are bigger bigger Spurs podcasts yeah, out yeah, there. Yeah, and I always fun, think, yeah. oh, we've only got a 1,000 listeners. But I know, I, I, and then I think, I'll go back to your your analogy which is, which is again a good way of kind of making my brain kind of cope with the thought process of it is if you imagined a thousand people in, in an arena or something that's mm. a lot of people so like you know we, we, we get a lot of listenership but I don't know if you felt the same Sam but when when he said that we was a big part in him becoming a Spurs fan I was really torn uh, there was two thoughts there's two feelings I was trying to wrestle with one was you
1: should apologize was
0: I yeah was I proud yeah. or was I was I, yeah. was I guilty yeah <laughs>
1: So uh, allow this to be a formal apology, Mister Stark. Um, yeah, uh, oops. Um, it's a perfect time to say other teams are available. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's several in Manchester, trophy laden. Um, uh, it's um, it, yeah. Honestly, it, it was a it was a good it was a real good positive kick that I needed. Um, you know, I said at the start of this, I said about responsibility in talking to people and being, and doing the show, even when I've kind of, the last thing I want to do is talk about anything to do with Tottenham. Yeah. Um. And, and that email just kind of hit, hit the point to me that we do have listeners all over the place. I mean, we've had emails before, like um, uh, a gentleman in South Africa, who's, who's basically sort of started following Tottenham, um and you know he was listening to the podcast and follows the facebook page and basically we are his source for all things tottenham we're kind of his his discussion point which is great again i feel sorry for him and (laughs) i've apologized to him profusely (laughs) over the years that he's been emailing in um he never wants his comments read out by the way he just wants to converse which is kind yeah Um, i did get a hate email again
0: oh is it a friend
1: yeah, I've not read it yet. Okay. <laughs> should we do a Should we do a live? Um, what What's he said? Yeah, I let's listen come a look. in this morning. And I thought, do you know what? I I I don't. I'm not in the mood for you. Doesn't he normally reserve um, it to
0: after the podcast? Is he just kind of?
1: Well, I I think perhaps this is in. Perhaps he. Hey, let find it. Yeah, he does. Yeah, you're right. Um. Right. Uh, do you know? Do you know why you're finding that go. Sam?
0: I, I think. Um, and then obviously. Uh, Johnny Stark listens to the podcast, but yeah. I think we should ask him if he's happy for us to do it. I think we should that analogy we should put on the page because I think it it is brilliant. It's brilliant. I, I love it. You know, and some it could get torn yeah. apart, and that's why I think we need to ask him first. But yeah. I think it could help a lot um, of people.
1: Johnny, uh, if you're listening, you better be. Um, <laughs> let us know. Drop me an email. Let me know if it's okay for us to use it. I'll probably write it up uh, slightly and put it into. Like a blog post, and then post that, mm. or I might just post it on the page. Let me know. Um, let me know what you prefer. Yeah, no, I, I ain't reading this out. You no. can go f- <laughs> yourself. Some people are just not nice. Uh,
0: yeah, th- th- listen, listen, Sam. I, know, I, 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 I
1: I laugh at him on a regular basis, but yeah. this guy's got a real problem
0: with me. I, I think the thing is, uh, Sam, and, and, I, and apologies if I've said this before, but you know, mm. with, with with my job. Um, you know, I, I encounter, but like, you know, I, I'm, have pretty said before, like, you know, I, I check tickets and ticket inspector on the trains and yeah. vast majority, like, you know, it's, it's, I don't think I don't get as much of a bad rap as traffic wardens I don't think, you know, <laughs> right. And I think ma- mainly because when I'm going along, when I'm on the train, uh, people who've paid for their tickets, if, if there's someone that hasn't, you're like, mm-hmm. it's not fair. You need to do something about this guy. Cause we've all paid for our tickets and they're quite expensive, you know?
1: Yeah.
0: And on yeah, the whole, on the whole, uh, the people I deal with, and, and, and I'd like to think it's because of because of uh, the way I deal with people as well, on the whole, people are fine. I mean, they're not happy that they've had to fork out for, for, for a penalty fare, you know, all things. but on the yeah. whole, I'll very occasionally encounter people that are just uh, absolute arseholes, you know, real yeah. absolute yeah, yeah. arseholes. And it, and, it, and and for me, I always think. Look, 99 percent, maybe a bit lower lower this, but in my, in my in this sort of little theory of mine, ninety nine percent of the people conform to to react uh, conform to to to. Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? They just, you know, they 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 do things like you meant to, you know.
1: Yeah, societal you, norms.
0: There we go. Yeah, thank you. Glad you're here. Right, but you're you've welcome. got, but you've got the you've got the one percent or maybe higher of people that just aren't going to do it. You know, they aren't going to do it. They're going to get on the train. To them, they don't need a ticket. I don't need a ticket. You know, it's like they're for idiots to pay for tickets. I don't need one. You know, so you're gonna you're gonna encounter people like that, and and I think mm-hmm. we just have to accept, don't we, that in in life there are gonna just gonna be that percentage of people that just. They're just assholes. There's nothing you can do. It. They're just born oh, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. and become souls, You know. And, yeah. and
0: and I think as long as I think the more that the more you can't kind of just accept that there is a, a small proportion of of the of the society that are just um, absolute wankers and there's nothing we can do about it. Then as long as the vast majority of people are like us and just yeah. relatively nice, normal, friendly, polite people. Then I think we're okay, you know. I yeah. think it'd be I think You're it'd be more of a problem right. if more if if the, the, the it was the other way around and everyone was like this guy and we was a small percentage of nice people. Then I think it'd be a problem in, in the world. But thankfully, the there are be in
1: America. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah. On it's on about half road, and half. Keep listening.
0: <laughs> but I, I just think that dickheads like this guy. Yeah. Thankfully, look, we've just read out. Well, we haven't read out, but we've just we've mentioned two lovely emails from two top people. One in America, one in South yeah. Africa. You know these these are the these are the good guys, and there's thankfully there's there's far more good guys than there are than pricks in this world. You know.
1: Yeah, he really doesn't like me. I I don't get it. I'm a lovely person.
0: You are mate. You are.
1: Yeah, perhaps it's because his wife told him about me. But anyway, (laughs) um, it is time to hand over to Facebook and Instagram.
0: Now it's time for your
1: comments. Right, so. I I made a stupid ass thing rod for my own back right <laughs> we had a comment on Instagram anyone who's new listening welcome to this um segment of hell for me um people who listen every week you're going to love this so um mountain man is a guy on Instagram Instagram you put these screen names and I made a joke that with a name like that if he keeps commenting I'm going to have to do him his own theme tune of course he then commented again therefore I had to find his own theme and I did that we then get a comment on Instagram from a gentleman whose screen name is Island Brother and immediately me and you were like oh, this, here's a guy you know, <laughs> if, you, if you keep commenting you're going to have to have your own theme of course he came back <laughs> so now he has his own theme Now it's time for a comment from Island Brother I hope you like that. I, awesome. I hope. I hope genuinely. I, I, I appreciate it was felt a little rushed, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> Island brother. Um, basically, uh, we had this message following our win over West Brom, um, which proves that we can win a football match. By the way, too. Now. <laughs> um. Yes, they did it. The sun is out. The flowers are blooming. The grass is green. Tottenham will always do this to me. All we have to do is win, and no matter how much I know better, the feeling that we are always. You know the, that feeling that we are okay will return. Um. Yeah, he's right again. See, see, that, this... we, we beat we beat Man City by some freak occurrence, and my whole mood will be lifted beyond belief.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's it's what it's what it's what I was trying to allude to uh, a couple of weeks ago when I, when I was having my moment of doubt and down. You know, I just think yeah. it. It's almost like you just need to go back to a more simplistic and I know it's difficult especially for for, for you and for me to an extent you know being involved in the Mm. page and things like that but the more you just go into a simplistic I'm happy when we win I feel sad when we lose and it just bring in bring in the kind of the almost the just the the, the, well, the way way Seb supports the club, you know.
1: Yeah.
0: I, I think there is something yeah. to be said about that, you know.
1: There is, there is genuinely. I, I think I do need to watch a game or two with Seb, definitely. Um, yeah. The, the main, the main of Island Brothers' uh, message, though, is you wanted to discuss Eric Lamella, and I think it's actually a very, very worthwhile um, subject matter. Um, Lamella played very well against West Brom, and I feel he played very well against Everton. Agreed. Um. He says here, I've loved Lamella since the Rabona, but he became a legend when he went in two-footed on Peter Cech. Yep. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> for me, he became a legend when he shouted, you're a pussy in Jack Wilshere's yep. face. Yep, yep, um, yep. That, for me, will go on forever. I mean, he stamped on Fabregas. He, there's actually a long list of reasons why Eric Lamella's going to get tattooed on my on my body one day. He's, but... one,
0: he's one of the main reasons we beat May United 6-1 at Old Trafford as well, to be fair. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, L- Lamella. Oh, yeah oh yeah <laughs> i'd forgotten that wow uh, oh no this man has struck me viciously in the face I love him, anyone a- anyone see <laughs> um yeah wow what an ass um yeah, but a smart one <laughs> yeah exactly
0: an our one oh, yeah. he's our L- one
1: Yeah, he is. There's a player in every team that every other team hates, and he's ours. Yeah, he's basically
0: basically the Robbie Savage of our team, isn't
1: he? Yeah, probably not far (laughs) wrong at all. Um, If Eric Lamella could stay fit, I would literally give him a contract for life. That's how I feel about Eric Lamella. Mm -hmm. The issue is we can't rely on him. Um, and And that's kind of... I don't want that to be a negative against him. I don't want him to hear that and think that's me not supporting him. You know, I, I the guy is phenomenal, but you gotta have players in the squad that you can call on. Otherwise, what's, what's the point of having them in the squad? Yeah, and he just misses so many games every season, but the impact he makes when he does play is is actually significant. You know, whether he's coming off the bench, whether he's starting a game. You can understand why both Mauricio and Jose have, you know, kept him. <laughs> you yeah. know, have, have have wanted him there. So um, there's also loads of stories from the squad about him which crack me up. Um, my my favourite being Ben Davis. Have you heard this? I one? haven't. No. Uh Ben Davis signed for Tottenham. His first day at the club, he sat next to Eric Lamella. And he spoke to him, and Eric Lamella just kept smiling at him. And then he got off the bus, and he basically been talking to him for like twenty minutes with Eric Lamella laughing his head off. And he's like, "I don't really think I'm being that funny, but Lamella clearly thinks I'm funny." And then someone said, "Yeah, he doesn't speak a word." Of English. <laughs> <laughs> just sat there laughing at him like you're talking to me. I got no idea I got what, a you're clue saying. what you're saying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, he's like, and he apparently did English lessons. Couldn't, couldn't deal with it, so just gave up. Does he not
0: speak English now, then, does he? Or...
1: No, he can, yeah. I can, <laughs> no. but, yeah, I mean, he's been at the club a long time. If he couldn't speak English by now, like, wow. Well,
0: I'm, I'm just thinking of Gareth Bale not being able to speak Spanish at Real Madrid after being there for yeah. nine years or seven years, you know? So. Yeah,
1: I, however long he was there, yeah, he was basically still asking people to send him to the biblioteca. <laughs> um, yeah. Hasta Boots. <laughs> no, Gareth, that's not. That's that's Dora. What are you doing? um yeah uh so over to facebook uh peter robinson says i wonder how much less abuse would our support our supposed fans give the manager and the players if they really knew what was going on behind the scenes rather than the little bit they see on social media it's not all black and white our fans should get behind those who pull on the shirt and sit in the dugout no matter what players managers need fans 110 percent behind them rather than abusing them for every little error uh, it's not really a question. Yeah. Uh, it's a, it's a statement. Um, i i don't I don't know. I don't know on that, Peter. I mean, I I I'm of the opinion that fans who support the club want the best for the club. Most of us disagree on what we think the best is, which is ironic. Um, but we do look at it sometimes and have a collective opinion of this isn't great and. I don't think there's a Tottenham supporter watching us play at the moment who thinks, "Wow, we're great," mm. <laughs> you know. Um, and what that translates as, whether there should be mass sackings, mass sales of players—I I don't know. I'm not, I'm not really qualified to make that. But I, yeah. But on the flip side, I, I do 100% agree that the social media attacks on players, the manager. Doesn't help anybody uh, like you've talked about before, you know, booing in a stadium. Who are you helping? Yeah. Um, you're helping the opposition. So, um, yeah, I, I, I guess I kind of go with that point. Um, Marty Oss says, which was, <laughs> which was the most boring Spurs team in memory? I think the George Graham team was pretty dull, but at least we had Genola. This team sucks balls for entertainment. I should point out, Marty posted that before the game last night. Marty, do you stand by that now? <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, you can have a gladiator moment. Were you not entertained? 5-4. <laughs> um, um, I mean, as a neutral, my, my friend's a Liverpool fan. He thought the game was great. I bet he did, yeah. Um, I mean, I told him to go himself. himself. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, yeah, Marty. Um, George Graham, for me, will forever. That team... I, I love David Ginola. Uh, David Ginola used to do things on a football pitch that literally would make me smile. Um, you know, I could sit there watching him play football just grinning. He was a magician. And there are only few players in a generation. Gascoigne was like that when I was a kid. Watching Paul Gascoigne play football was like watching my mates play in the park. Mm. He, just joy. Just absolute joy. And I don't see that as often anymore, which is a little bit sad. But um, maybe it's just because I'm an old git now. But... <laughs> The George Graham team will, for me, forever be the worst. I, you know, people can moan about the football at the moment. People can moan about Jose or whatever they want. I went to those games with George Graham. I went to a part-filled White Hart Lane, where basically the only people were in there was a guy with dark glasses and his dog. <laughs> it, it was rough. It was crap.
0: But we won a trophy. <laughs>
1: But we won a trophy. (laughs) The League Cup, people. Oh, God. Oh, I just had that little bit of history repeating feeling. (laughs) Um, Daniel Beecroft, also known as Dan Dan, the admin man, um, uh, from Spurs News, you have a question as well. Have we reached a make or break moment in our season? The fixtures for February are Everton in the FA Cup, which has now been played, Man City, West Ham, Wolfsburger, twice in the Europa League and Burnley. It's six games in 18 days. Is it time we started to prioritise cups ahead of the league? Question. I feel we have more chance of a trophy than we do the top four. Um, I'd agree with the, we got more chance of winning a trophy than the top four. I think the fact we're in the you're, the fact we're in the league cup final, it's one game. Yeah, <laughs> you sure. know, you gotta you gotta give yourself a higher percentage take of winning that than you have winning the next. 10 or whatever league games we'd need to to, to have a chance of the mm. top four. Um, I mean, we're looking at these fixtures, six games in 18 days. The first of those six has now been played and we lost and it went to extra time. That's really helpful. Um, we now play Man City, then West Ham. I, I can't put into words how much we need to smash West Ham. I... I blame that 3-3 result on our season being cracked and breaking us. Genuinely, I think they broke something mentally in our team. Uh, and perhaps the only way to fix that is to play West Ham and beat Seven Bells of Crap out of them. They are playing Wilder, yeah. to be fair, are they? Yeah, they are. They are <laughs> but, but maybe we can break them. Maybe... Yeah. maybe return Maybe the favor. Losing to us like <laughs> yeah. completely flips it. <laughs> we smash them five nil. West Ham crumbling, the back to obscurity, and we go on to dominate. There you go. That's, great yeah, scenario. Wouldn't, wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. yeah not fucking likely, but <laughs> yeah, nice. Um, Dan, I mean, you're making a great point. Prioritizing things. I, I don't know. I, I mean, we're out at the FA Cup now, which hurts me. Um, and perhaps that's playing a factor in my feeling about last night. The FA Cup means a lot to me, um, so going out always always hurts me. Um, Man City game, look if we're if we're being really negative for a moment, the Man City game, West Ham game, both of those teams are banging form. We're not. I don't know where we're going to go with those games. The Wolfsburger double, really, really, a rotated side should be able to beat that side it should <laughs> mm. but at the moment I'm going into every game with, with like this kind of oh, oh no what's going to happen oh no what's going to happen I mean Burnley every logical part of my brain goes well that's we should beat Burnley and then there's that other part of my brain going not right now we won't yeah yeah oh I hate this those couple of seasons under Pochettino and I talk about this a lot of how much I enjoyed being a fan. I think the main reason I enjoyed it is because I never went into any game having that feeling. Not
0: against any team, any no, team.
1: Any team, any team in the world. Any team we played, we drew like in the Champions League, we drew like Juventus that one season mm. who were phenomenal and I know they did beat us, but we were in that game, both, both legs of that game, it's like I had no fear of anyone we drew, anything, anyone we played Real Madrid in the group said, yeah, done them, mate, it completed it, yeah. <laughs> you know, yep. it, there was like nothing at all I felt we couldn't achieve, and yeah, I know we lost games and sometimes we didn't show up and it was stupid and we ended up drawing, but I started every game 100% we're going to win. Mm-hmm. You know, I felt it and you know, there was no part of me and now I'm starting every game going, oh, don't embarrass me. <laughs> Please, I can't, I can't handle another day of this. Um, so, um, Dan, I think you're right. I think it is a really, really important part of our season and um, we are now out of the FA Cup. Um, we can, Man City, West Ham, Burnley, I mean, the Man City, West Ham games could really determine European placement in the league. We pick up points in those games We're actually right in it. If we lose both those games, then the reality is we have to switch our focus. Mm. We just have to because it's just, it it starts to become impossible. The idea of finishing below West Ham in the league hurts me though.
0: I don't think that's going to happen.
1: Oh, why? I just don't think it is. I don't think it is. Oh, you've said it. You've said it now. They're, they're, uh, look, that's, look. An, that's an audio clip that's going to come back and bite me. But, I can, I can feel it. But he,
0: look, 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 How long ago was it? Um, maybe a month and a half ago, two months ago. Southampton were top of the league.
1: Yeah, they're like what they eleventh, tw- twelfth now, aren't they? Yeah, how long ago when we were top? There you go. You see? <laughs> all right, all right, fine. Okay, I'll, I'll feel better because we we crumbled, so they will. Top. They will. Yeah, okay. They got right. David
0: Moyes in charge. I mean, Jesus Christ.
1: No, don't, because David Moyes at Everton used to have a great season, then a crap one, then a great one, then a crap one. <laughs> I don't want him doing that with them. No, <laughs> okay. no. Uh, Stefan Cruz Alvarez, also known as in Stefan. God, it's all, it's all the Spurs news crew this week. <laughs> um, okay, we all full well know I'm not a Jose fan, but I am a Spurs fan. True, you are. We need to win a trophy to progress, to keep Kane and build towards, am I right that realistically Jose is our best shot at trophies? But at what cost? um this this brings up a debate which i think is one that is raging in our fan base and it's one that the media are just loving because it enables them to run the king needs to leave for trophies narrative and fans of our rivals there's nothing more certain about a player being a great player and one that other fans fear than when you see them constantly trying to sell them for Mm. you Like, oh, Kane needs to leave Tottenham. That's the narrative on every Arsenal Twitter, every Chelsea Twitter, every Man United, Man City. Oh, he needs to leave. It's because while he's with us, we're actually still a threat. (laughs) If he leaves, you know, that is diminished. And so they're doing that. So let's just just hit the Kane thing for a moment. Harry Kane has said quite clearly, I will stay and have an entire career at Tottenham and be happy about it, providing I always feel that the club is moving Toward trying, you know, at least trying to win things. If I, in his mind, he's thinking, if we ever look like we're just stalling and crap, then I'll have to reassess that. That's that's what it is. That's what he's always said. When Pochettino went, the board then made the decision to bring in Jose Mourinho. And to be honest with you, I think part of that in their decision making was we need someone with a CV and a track record to hopefully win us stuff, but also show Kane and the players that are here. We are showing ambition. We are trying to keep winning, to win stuff with this club. Mm. Jose's record, which I joked about earlier on, is that he wins trophies at every club he's at. The players know that as well as we do. If we win the League Cup, I genuinely believe it could be a jumping-off point. I think if we lose that final, I do have a genuine fear about what that means. I've said it a few times, and it is a genuine fear. I... I don't mean to transmit that to other people, but I do have that fear, so, um, but at what cost, Um, I don't know, I I don't know, there's this kind of um, toxic thing about Jose, where he's very direct in how he speaks, he's very blunt in how he speaks, he's like that with everybody, be it the media, be it the professionals, you know, the the Amazon documentary showed him in a light where you can see how much he wants to win, which I think a lot of fans were like, oh, you know, this is great. You can see he really wants to win and he cares. It also showed that he's a bit of an ass to work with. You know, he, there was all the stuff about the um, the physio at Chelsea, the, the lady who ran onto the pitch when he didn't want her to, and he absolutely destroyed her and, You know, people were screaming about the sexism of it and everything like that. To me, you know, I don't know enough about that situation to comment on it. But then I did see him and how he talked to the physios who are male at Tottenham over injuries during the Amazon documentary. He was a dick to them. Mm, (laughs) Let's be blunt on this. He was an absolute righteous dick. And the way he spoke, but the thing is, is like, the way I remember, because I think he's a Kiwi, the, the head physio for Autonomy, he ain't someone who's going to back down to anyone. And I remember just watching some of those scenes thinking, wow, that's awkward. You know, he's saying, like, well, I need him ready. And the physio's going, well, if he is, he will be. You know? He's yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I ain't, you know, you're asking my opinion, I'm giving it to you, it ain't going to change. You know, you stomping your feet, holding your breath, ain't going to make any frigging difference. And that's just the way he is, you know. You remember with Sonny? Oh yeah, I had that. I was back within a week. Yeah, yeah. You know, Sonny's there with his arm in his <laughs> cast, going, "Oh, okay, all right then." Um, You know, and Sonny doesn't want to go for a scan, and the physio's like, "Well, that's because he knows the scan's probably going to show his arms frigging broken, and mm. he needs to take someone." But we are looking after him. Yeah, but he don't want one. Don't don't make him. It's like, no, no. <laughs> My <laughs> responsibility is to his health. <laughs> Um, so you know, it's just examples, and, and there is this kind of toxicity which people do. But he is driven to win. That's the only thing I can say about him. And it, like, and it doesn't justify everything he does. I don't think it should. Um, but that you can tell he is single trap minded. And uh, Harry Kane's like that. Kane, you know, a lot of uh, Harry Kane's a really great human being, who I think's a perfect role model for so many people. He's also someone I genuinely believe. If someone said to him tomorrow, like, "Okay, you need to like stomp across your family to win the World Cup for England," you'd have a minute. You'd yeah. think about it. You know, yeah. <laughs> he would be like, "Oh, hang on. Okay, so how how hard do I have to stomp? Do I have to really dig in to get there?" You know, <laughs> he's someone who desperately, desperately wants to win. You know, and and win stuff and do things. And he is driven by goals. You know, when, when he came through, uh, uh, both figuratively you know, and literally driven by goals, the guy has set his sights constantly. Ever since he broke in, it was like no Tottenham striker had scored this many in a season. Boom, Kane has. No Tottenham striker had done it in back-to-back seasons. Boom, Kane has. No Tottenham striker since Jimmy Greaves has done this. Bang, Kane did it. European goals record. Bang, Kane broke it. You know, the goals for domestic this bang, Keynes broke it, every single time, and every single time, people would say, like, oh, were you even aware? He'd be like, yeah. Yeah, yeah." Yeah. and now I'm seven away from this person, or I'm, he's an absolute student nerd for this stuff, and you know, I'm going to end the podcast now, because that's the last of the questions, but I'm going to end it just talking about Harry, just because I want to just point out to everybody, he is now, outright, following his goal last night, our second All time, he's second on our all time goal scorers through the history of this club. He has now scored 209 goals in 318 appearances for us. 40 odd of those appearances have come off the bench. Jimmy Greaves is our number one goal scorer with 266 in 379 appearances. That's a phenomenal goal scoring record from Jimmy in a very different era of the game, of course. But That 266 means that Kane is only 57 goals away from equaling it, 58 from overtaking. If Kane carries on at the rate he's been scoring this season and in previous seasons, that's probably achievable at the end of next season or maybe the season after. Kane's still under contract for all of that time. Um... To buy Harry Kane from Tottenham this summer, you'd be looking at 150 million plus for Daniel Levy to even pick up the phone. In a global pandemic, there's probably only two clubs on the planet you can do that right now, and they're not in Spain. No. no. Yeah. <laughs> it's Manchester City and it's Paris Saint Germain. And I don't think either of them, during a pandemic, are going to want to spend that. Genuinely, I don't. The only one I fear really there is Man City because PSG, I don't think Kane, even though Pochettino's there, I don't think he'd want to move to France to play football in France week in, week out. Um, The Man City thing really is a possible, but at the same time, I think Kane's mindset is breaking records at Tottenham. And if he genuinely feels like we are on the crust or something, like Jose says to him, you can see what's wrong here, Harry. We need to add a couple of central defenders. That's what I'm going to do in the summer. Don't you worry. I, I think he's fine. I, I think the media are going to push this, and I think he's going to get quoted and misquoted in every press journal all the way through. But I don't think it's something fans need to worry about. I, I genuinely don't. I'm not worried about Harry leaving.
0: No, no, you're right. And, and, and I feel the same as well. I was When I was watching the game yesterday um, with Seb, you know, obviously... It became apparent that he's he was then now after he scored his goal he's now the outright second highest yeah. goal scorer. And I said to Seb, look mate you're looking at a legend a living legend this guy yeah he's watching
1: history yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, uh, he is and look like you say if he ends up finishing his career at Spurs being a one club man at Spurs mm-hmm. he will have not only Beaten Jimmy Grease and goals. He would have absolutely, like you, you know. Let's say he's with us for the, like six years, for example. Like to his thirty-three, yeah. that's six more seasons. That's like what twenty, 20 goals. Let's say he's got a, a, a conservative estimate: twenty-five goals in every season. Yeah, you're looking at then what? What's that? That's like 150 odd goals. I mean,
1: yeah. It's, it's, yeah, he don't just break it; he he's just it destroy it. That, for the
0: ages, yeah, and and I said to him, mate, I said if it happens, you know, hopefully he can win a couple of trophies along the way as well. And he's a one club man. He's with us. He will have a stand named after him. There will be the Harry Kane stand. He will be <laughs> a legend at the club. He, the, he will
1: mate, screw the screw the stand. Name the stadium after him. Yeah, the, uh, Harry stadium the Harry Kane stand. The Harry Kane but he
0: he would like it's it, it's not. You know, sometimes you can um like the word legend can get bandied about, can't it? And can, and yeah. and you can exaggerate things. But but yeah. but seriously, but seriously, he will be a legend. He will be. Yeah. There's no getting away from it. He will be like yeah. in 50 years' time that he will be talked about in not only the same breath but probably higher regard than Jimmy. Like you know, Jimmy Grease done well, but look what Harry Kane did when he was at Spurs. Yeah. You know.
1: No, you're right. You know, this is this is legacy. This is we are witnessing a player in our lifetime that is doing something that has not been seen in our club since the 60s. Um, you know, the late 50s, early 60s, and. It's so easy sometimes to kind of, because we have this expectation of Harry now, that it's overlooked and people go, oh, you know, Sonny's been great, this player's been great. And yeah, they have been, but we should never overlook just how incredible Kane is and just how lucky we are to be fans at a time that a player like this has come along. Because it's rare and maybe younger fans are watching this like, oh, great. Well, when he retires, someone else just becomes that it's like no <laughs> i i've watched tottenham since you know the er, the mid 80s and i've not seen a player do this for us i've not seen a player this good you know so it doesn't come along. It doesn't, you know, ain't just going to happen straight away. There isn't a kid in the academy, no matter how good some of the prospects are, that's just suddenly going to go, right, my shirt now, yeah. <laughs> get out of the way. Let me score and now I'm gonna goals. break that <laughs> Yeah. And now I'm going to break that record. <laughs> you know, it just, it just doesn't happen. Um, so enjoy it. And maybe maybe that's where my mindset needs to be. Maybe I need to try and find that uh, enjoyment in watching him play. The last two podcasts, I've joked, you know, find, finding the joy again, and then I was still looking for it. <laughs> we'll uh, find I, it. I've, I've given up this no, week. <laughs> don't give up, I gave son. up looking. Don't um, give up. But yeah, maybe, maybe my joy just needs to be in, in something he's doing. But, you know, I'll give an example now. I've posted that stat on our Facebook page. I don't know if it's gone live yet at the time of recording, but it will go live at some point today. Now, if you're listening to this, Go and look on the Facebook page when you listen. At some point today, that stat will be posted, and I can almost guarantee that someone, or a number of people, will just poo-poo it and just be like, so what? We're losing. So what? He's won nothing. And that's that's the problem I run into on a regular basis. Even when I find things that I can hold on to and I can find the joy in, and I can just go, wow, this is great. I'm witnessing this. Running the page, doing the twitter and everything like that it is really easy for them other people just to take that away mm. so i need a holiday so genuinely now if anyone's listening they want to be involved get in touch you got my email sam at spursnews.co.uk you can be my holiday cover i like it break. i like it <laughs> uh, mate but that's us done um thank you everybody for listening i hope you've enjoyed uh, apologies if i've been a depressing git i'll try and be better next week uh we will be back next week no matter what because we're gluttons for punishment <laughs> uh best of luck to the team against man city um i'll be sacrificing a thousand chickens in your honor and hoping the best of all my gods <laughs> wearing my shirt from 1991 <laughs> if i can still fit in it Sam, put, maybe maybe fit an arm in <laughs> put
0: the put the commentary on mute as well
1: commentary will be on mute i'll stand on one leg <laughs> Um, I think my lucky pants are still around you somewhere. They're a bit religious now, very holy, but I will find them. <laughs> I will do everything in my power. <laughs> but, and hopefully everyone else will as well. But no, until then, everyone, take care.
0: Take care, mate. Thank you for listening to the Spurs News Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show.
1: Remember, you can join in the conversation on our Facebook page with over 60,000 fellow Tottenham fans at Facebook.com slash Spurs News.